0: Take your Bibles, please, and turn back to Psalms, Psalm chapter 1. We are dealing this week on this thought, the secrets to success, the secrets to success. Let's go ahead and read our text, and we'll pick right back up where we left off. The Bible says, Blessed is the man that walketh not in the counsel of the ungodly, nor standeth in the way of sinners, nor sitteth in the seat of the scornful, but his delight is in the law of the Lord. For the Lord knoweth the way of the righteous, but the way of the ungodly shall perish. This week we're just bringing out some practical application from this psalm. I see in this psalm some secrets to success. Number one, we looked at if we're going to be spiritually successful, we've got to guard our direction. We need to be very careful who we're listening to. And whether we're going a scriptural or a carnal direction. Number two, we looked at that we need to guard our separation. We begin to hang around ungodly people and sinners and scornful. We'll become just like those that we hang around. If you want to be spiritually successful, then you need to surround yourself with a group of people that have the same desire. You see, these ungodly people, worldly-minded people, they have a totally different purpose, a totally different goal in life than what we have. Their goal is not to please God. It is to please themselves. And they will do whatever it takes to please themselves. Some go into crime for it. Some spend all their money for it. Others just seek to be rich. Whatever it is that they think brings them happiness. Whereas if we're going to please God, Then we're going to be loving God's word. We're going to be, our goal will be to obey God's word, to apply it to our lives. I think of, I believe it was Michael Jordan. Somebody once asked him how he got so good at basketball. And he said this He said, I drew a circle around basketball. He said, If it involved basketball, if it helped me in that in any way, he said, I'd do it. He said, if it fit within that circle, I was good with it. He said, if it was outside of that circle, he said, I wouldn't do it. What did he do? He separated himself from anything that would take him away from his goal of being the best at basketball that he could be. Now, I'm not at all a sports fan especially after recent things, but the principle that he used can very much be applied to spiritual things. You say, I want to please God. Good. Draw yourself a circle around God and the things of God. If it fits within that circle, thumbs up. You're good for it. Go for it if it's outside that circle and it doesn't have to be directly a sin, but if it is not inside that circle of serving God and pleasing God and doing what God has to say, don't do it. Stay out of it. I don't care what it is. Don't let things distract you from the goal of pleasing God with your life. You want to be spiritually successful. That is what it takes. You want to be successful at anything. That is a principle that you can... Apply to it. Michael Jordan was successful in basketball because of that circle that he drew around those things, because of the separation that he kept in his life. He separated from anything that would take him from basketball and separated to basketball. We need to apply that to our lives in perspective of the Bible, in perspective of God. Separate from anything that would take us away from God. And separate to God. Sometimes those things are not bad things. There are things that you may find are not inside that circle that you've drawn. That are good things. There is nothing sinful about them. It just takes you away from what you really could be doing for God. It just slows you down a little bit. When you walk with God. Those kind of things are dangerous. We have got... To guard our separation as seriously, as best that we can. Ephesians, I believe it is, tells us that we need to walk circumspectly. That is, cautiously. We are very cautious of what steps we take, because we know that one step can begin to take us into the wrong direction. And we showed at the beginning of this week how one wrong step can take you down a path of ungodliness. So we've got to maintain caution in the direction that we take, but we've got to maintain caution in our separation. Not just everything fits inside this little circle of wanting to please God, and if it is outside that circle, then we as Christians have no business entertaining ourselves with it, because it will hurt us, from making to the end goal, it will hinder us in being successful for God. Not only do we see that we need to guard our direction, not only do we see that we need to guard our separation, but thirdly, I see that we need to guard our meditation. say, meditation? I don't like that word. That requires a lot of thinking, and I don't like to think too often. I think a lot of us sometimes have that attitude. lot of us would get so busy we won't take time to think I'm probably just as guilty of that as anybody else really you get so busy and just running around doing this doing that doing little work projects at the church working on my house working my my job I'm so busy how do I have time to just stop and, and take a moment I want you to see some some things here, some some very key things to this man, why he was spiritually successful, why it could be said of him that he is blessed, he is happy, he is blessed by God. Verse number 2 says, But his delight is in the law of the Lord. What does that word delight mean? It means to take pleasure. His pleasure is found in the law of the Lord. Is your pleasure found in God's word? Is that what makes you happy? That's a really deep, heart-searching question. It goes on to say, And in his law doth he meditate day and night. Now, I'm not sure that there is a single man on earth besides Jesus Christ that has ever fully fit that bill, of being able to meditate on God's Word day and night. One of the keys I see in this man is that he has a scriptural mindset. If we were to go, I believe, and I am maybe getting it wrong now, I believe it's in Romans. It says, Be ye not conformed to this world, but be ye transformed. By the renewing of your mind, proving what is that good and perfect will of God. I think I slightly misquoted that, and I apologize. But what is it that renews our mind? It is the word of God. The Bible says, Sanctify them through tr- through thy truth, thy word is truth. How do we sanctify? How do we clean our minds? How do we get our minds in a scriptural mindset? By bathing it in the water of the word constantly. This man, he has a a scriptural mindset. In fact, God's word so pleases him, God's word so delights him that he spends all available time that he has thinking on it. You know, you say, well, how in the world can I do that? listen to me it's easy cuz you already do it you just don't realize it and not necessarily maybe with the word of god but but for the hunter you know what he thinks about all the time hunting it's oh where, where can i put that stand or where 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 do i want to set up that uh feed spot this time or or where can I hide my blind or or where when can I scout uh, what what's my cameras taking a picture of it are there bigger bucks there where can I find a bigger buck maybe I can get some more land his mind is constantly turning on those things the man that races his mind is constantly on racing it that I know this from from the testimony of, of a, an, a a racer that I know. He put up a little deal on Facebook talking about how racers, that's what occupies their minds. They think, they live, they breathe it, racing. They're always tinkering on their car, trying to find that faster motor, those better pieces, better shocks, this, that, whatever. Always trying to better themselves so that they can win that next race. You see, it consumes them. It's what they're about. The fishermen the same way. Sports, people, the same way, that's all they think about. Why is it that we don't have the same love and desire for the Word of God that the world chose for their things? Let me tell you why. It's because the world has a heart. We've not separated ourselves like we should. If we want to be spiritually successful, our mind needs to be set on God's Word our delight needs to be found in God's Word. And when our delight gets in God's Word, then that is all we think about. Our minds are constantly turning on it. One of the keys to studying God's Word, one of the keys to applying it, is filling yourself with it. David said, Thy word have I hid in mine heart, that I might not sin against thee. And you see, as you get your mind scripturally guided, You're constantly thinking on something, constantly working. God Then the Holy Spirit takes that word in your mind and begins to work it in you. And while you think on that, it begins to produce fruit in you because it, it, it makes a comparison. You have become a tree planted by the rivers of water. We know the Bible talks about God's word being water. So you plant yourself in the water of the word. And when you're planted there, just like that tree planted by that river, it's constantly getting the resources that it needs, the nutrients from the water and from the soil there being so close to it. It's going to be very fruitful. It's going to be just a beautiful tree. It's going to be greener than most of them. It's going to have probably more fruit than most of them. Why? Because it is rooted there in that water. In that good soil. The Christian that roots, that grounds himself in the Word of God, and is constantly turning over different passages in the Word of God, that Christian is going to go places that Christian will be spiritually successful. Because it's not what the man does, it's what God can do through you. But God works through His Word. And as I allow the Word to work in my life, as I dwell on the Word of God, it does the work naturally in me. I see this man has God's Word as his constant affection. Thinks about it day and night. And I wonder how many of us really fall into that category. Not many, if any of us, can say we're there. That's where we ought to be if we want to be spiritually successful. And I see this, the man who's constantly thinking about God's Word is going to be very obedient to it, because it's always fresh on his mind. A lot of people don't really know enough of the Word of God to even know when they're sinning many times. If we want to be successful, we need to guard what we are thinking about. You've been listening to the Back to the Book broadcast with Brother Jimmy Ruckman. You can send all correspondence to Brother Jimmy Ruckman, 1621 6 Mile Cemetery Road, Maryville, Tennessee 37803, or email back to the Book broadcast at gmail.com. The Back to the Book broadcast is a ministry of the Ridgeview Baptist Church in Walland, Tennessee. You can visit the church website at rbcwalland.org.